Longhorn Nation, we're back. Welcome back to another episode of Fire the Cannon. I'm Rocky. And I'm Megan. And we are Fire the Cannon. Okay, so we're going to let you know why we're late on an episode this week. We'll catch up with where we've been. And we have a a quick episode just to drop something to keep talking because we love to talk with you and we love your feedback. So today we're going to talk about Texas at Baylor this weekend. Megan's massive fan of Michigan State. And we're going to talk about college football, including the big game, Michigan at Michigan State. Megan, how you doing? I love it. I love it. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm hanging in. Things are good. You know, I, I've suffered one heartbreak in a rivalry for my teams, but I get a do-over. I'm real lucky with that. I get a do-over rivalry. So my scrows are in the world series and Michigan state is about to just crush the shit out of Michigan. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. So yes, how are you living? How are you living? It's looking. I, I'm in Mexico. Well, I'm we're we're late, not because I'm in Mexico this week, but I am in Mexico right now. But we are late just because life, right? We're busy and we're moving around. We have so much going on. Um, but we would didn't want to go a whole week without talking with our friends, and letting something go down. So thank you. So I am. Um, I went furniture shopping all day today because the furniture. So when we bought this house in Mexico, we're so fortunate that it's furnished. However. A 90 million year old woman furnished this house. You got so that old lady doily look. The is functional. It is hideous. So as we have time and funds, we're replacing pieces. And so today was furniture shopping day. And that's what we did today is we bought a ton of furniture. And then we celebrated with a ton of food and margaritas. Of course. And that's as where I am right now. PM. I love it. I love it. Well, it is, uh, I'm excited to get back to, to Mexico with you. It is a gorgeous place. And of course, you're just pimping it out as always. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Well, you'll be here in a few weeks. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So w- that's what we did today. And after 500 stores, the one that was actually first on our list, but furthest away is the one where we found everything. So Hey, you got to love that though. It is so nice where everything comes from all one place. And like, they're taking care of you and you don't have to worry about coordinating 14 different vendors to get things to your house. So yes. And you know, the, 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 these chain, not um, chain, the transportation issues all over the world, right? People all over the world are, there's cargo ships sitting in the ocean, right? All over the world, people are delayed getting things. So every time we found, oh, we love this table. Well, we have two chairs and we can get three chairs in (laughs) November and we can have eight chairs by February, 2022. Like, okay, well, two of us will sit at the table and four of us will sit on the floor. Nadia, you just have to stand and eat your dinner. That's all. Yeah. Or, or we have this sofa, but we can only get, you know, this color and the next ones will come in six months. And that's what every store was like, we love so much, but, and anyway, first world problems, even though I'm sitting in Mexico. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyway, all right. Well, all right. Let's talk about let's the jump first in. world problem. First world problem. <laughs> Texas goes to Baylor and I'm going to call it right now. And I never call a Texas loss. Yeah. I'm calling a Texas loss. Boo. Boo. Boo me. <laughs> Boo me. And we're going to get into why. Megan, how are you feeling about this weekend? You'll be not there great. at every game. I mean, I'll be there for sure. How am I feeling? Not great in the sense of like, I'm not going in, beating my chest going, oh yeah, Texas swagger, right? Like there's a lot of questions with UT. 
and I'm going to go ahead and say this. I am on the opposite side of you. I do think Texas is going to pull this one off. I I think we come out with a win. Um, But if you ask me my confidence in that, mm, not real high, right? There's a lot that has to happen, a lot that has to line up. You know, one of the things we've talked about and has been, I've been screaming about for a while and is coming up more and more in the national discussion is, why the heck isn't Texas running more than one running back? We know we've got the rock star in Bijan, right? So for me, that's going to definitely be a key to the game. Sark even brought it up in his presser saying that Keelan needs to get the ball more. We need to have that, you know, two backs. And, and Babers brought something up on his show, you know, shout out to him. Love him. If we don't see more than one running back, if we don't see more than Bijan in this game, then we know that Sark is all about, the coach talk, right? He's yeah. not actually following through. If they're saying that they called this meeting immediately after the loss at with Oklahoma State and said they need to get Keelan in more, and then we turn around and don't do it, that gives me great concern for, you know, again, him just giving us the coach speak. But beyond that, just the inability to adjust, that's going to be very concerning. So, yeah, I think that's a key to this game. Uh, Rocky, you've got some thoughts on that, I know. Well, I will add on to, I know they mentioned Keelan Robinson needing to get him more, but where the hell is Rojo? He is smart. He is physical. There's an opportunity. We all know former quarterback, there's an opportunity to have more creative things where the balls in his hands for maybe a throw. Like there's so, (laughs) there's so much that he can be used for. He's not even on the field enough and like you said they talked about getting Keelan in he's he's a spectacular fantastic special teams athlete however he is way more than that you know we know they know his potential they brought him from Alabama like where where is he um I agree with that and like you said the run game um Baylor even Sark said Baylor's a run first team. We must match that intensity at the line of scrimmage. They have a couple games in the last few weeks of over 300 yards a game. They dropped 216 on Iowa state. I mean, and Baylor, I mean, sorry, Baylor, uh, BYU. We know they're a line heavy set the front kind of team. They dropped 300 on them. So we have to match that intensity at on the run game. And I'm, I'm hopeful that as much as I, as much as we've been calling for, ooh, snazzy, schematic, all this kind of fine, sneaky ways to use all these running backs, I want us to go punch Baylor in the mouth. And I've yet to see us really do that for four quarters. We've done it for one. We've done it for two. Right. We have not done it for four against real competition. And that's why I don't see Texas leaving Waco with the win on Saturday. Yeah, I I mean, to that point, I definitely agree. I I don't care how fancy our plays are. Do we need some trick plays to beat Baylor? God, that is that sentence just feels dirty coming out of my mouth. Do we need trick plays to beat Baylor? Yeah, I think we'll see a couple. um, But on the whole, I I agree with you. We've got a three headed monster with our running back room, really a four headed monster. But you're right. Rojo is smart. We have so many looks that we can throw at them. Look, guys, they figured us out. We're giving Bijan the rock. Everybody fucking knows it. We're lucky enough that Bijan is such a phenomenal athlete. He still gets the yards, right? He can get, he can pound out yards that no mere mortal could do normally. 
but that doesn't mean it's it's taking away from the game plan at this point. Everybody knows Bijan's right. getting the ball. They're right. crashing in. They don't have to worry. And and the thing that blew my mind too against Oklahoma State, where was the long ball? We had this huge game out of Xavier Worthy. What happened? You know, I I don't understand. It, it felt Tom Herman-esque, right? We right. we'll just hand the rock off. We'll we'll pound it in. We'll pound it in. But that gets old. They know what's coming. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be even intelligent on defense to know <laughs> and defend that at a certain point. So Please. yeah, I, I I again another key to the game. That's something I wanted to touch on. We've got to see our wide receivers step up. And and I don't just mean here and there. We we don't we have got to take shots down the field early and often, in my opinion. Again, you've got to keep them guessing. You've got the weapons there. Use Xavier Worthy. We see, you know, Washington, he stepped up with a few really- We need some Joshua Joshua Moore. Exactly. Right. We've got the talent. We just need our guys to be consistent. And I think part of that is going to be just the coaches need to trust them and throw them the ball. Casey has shown us that he's got that long ball touch. Mm -hmm. We know that he can get it there. Casey's got to be together. So, you know, when I was saying earlier, a lot of things have to come together. This is what we're talking about, right? Casey's got to be on point. He, he looks like he has been in a slump. Now, did he hurt his thumb a couple of games ago and has been suffering the effects from that? Possibly. Um, but again, Casey for me is still our quarterback. He's still the smartest guy on the field. He knows what he's doing. He's just got to be clicking. He's got to be on. I agree. Our wide receivers. Yeah. Our wide receivers have to show up. Throw in the tight ends. We've got to throw the ball. We can't just rely on a single person running it all the time to win games. This at this point in the season, you just can't. You know, they figured out our offense, right? So get our wide receivers involved, get some catches, get the ball down the field. And then, of course, like we've been hammering, our our guys have got, we've got to get more running backs involved. It can't just be Bijan. Now, on the flip side of that, our defense, Rocky, you you brought up earlier, we we have been a tale of two quarter or two halves, right? Our team, this Texas team has been great in the first half and missing in the second. Yeah. Yeah. M I a in the second half. So we have to play four quarters of football. We can't taper off. We can't get comfortable with any kind of lead. We, we have to keep that intensity the whole time. You know, there's a lot of criticism against the, the O-line, I do like that we're switching some guys out. We saw Tope get some some snaps. We saw Hayden Connor come in a little bit. Keep those guys fresh. Do that. Keep that going, right? Like, I want us to keep rotating through until, number one, we find the right combination with what we've got. And number two, we keep those, we get that stamina up where they can hold out for the whole game. Our D-line, girl, I'm worried. Our, our D-line, I'm worried. I, again, we've got the bodies. We've got the talent. But that stamina seems to be the problem to me. I, I, you know, that's that's the best way I can explain it. Watching them just miss, and it happens in the second half. All of a sudden, these holes, guys are out of position. We've got you know holes that are just opening up. They're just making these mental errors that's coming through, and I think that's just a fatigue thing, which you hate to see. You should. There's no excuse for that at a program like the University of Texas, right? Uh, so, full game. It's it's got to be on both sides. What are your thoughts? You're making some faces on that. <laughs> my <laughs> my first thought is um do I I, I feel like the, the the talent is there and the coaching staff is working really hard to put them in the best position I believe that my concern is the last time they went into a real full hostile road environment was Arkansas 
you know, they had Oklahoma split territory. TCU is not a real legit hostile environment. Half the crowd is wearing orange, right? Um, they've played some home games. And then now they're going into, even though it's, it's Baylor, Baylor is going to be a Baylor hates Texas, right? And they're going to be rabid fans, rabid students. It will not be kindly to Texas Longhorns. And I haven't yet seen them. However, the leadership was different. That's, that's the only little grain that I'm holding on to is they're coming in with Casey Thompson, who went into um, Texas OU fired up and balled out, right? Everything. He, right. he played a great game. Um, my concern is that they're going into, even though it's Baylor, a, a, you know, a hostile environment. And I don't know what to expect yet from this team. I just don't know what to expect. And based on what I've seen so far this season from Texas and what I've seen so far of uh, Baylor, Baylor held BYU to 67 yards rushing. Um, right. Yeah. And, and I know that's out of conference, but BYU is a strong, physical, up on the line team, and they held them to 67 yards rushing. They're not, they're, Baylor's not playing around. And as much as we gave them crap, why are they ranked? Why are they ranked? I said the last episode, absolutely, they should be ranked it. right now because yeah. I've watched enough with my eyeballs to know they're for real. And I've watched enough to Texas to know I don't know what they are. I know what no, Baylor I is, I don't know what Texas is. And that's a fair point. I, I know what one kind of Texas is and I know what another kind of Texas is. My problem is I don't know who the fuck's going to show up. Right. We don't know who it's going to be. Fourth quarter. Yeah. It's, it's look, I, I agree. And, and that's where I'm nervous too. You know, I think it's going to be something special teams are going to play a huge role here. I think Texas has to win. Absolutely has to win the field position battle. Um, you know, Rocky, a number that I found that was just disturbing. Texas is three of 21 in third and long three of 21. We, when we are put in a third and long position, we do not do well, generally speaking. And that's a number that is, is going to hurt Texas. So in that sense, we have got to win those, those field position battles. We need a shorter field to play with um, just because we've got, we've had some struggles getting it done in those longer you know, scenarios. So Megan, you're not going to like this stat. I saw <laughs> somewhere and I wish I could credit who found this stat, but I don't remember where I've had margarita since then. Um, Baylor has had only one defensive possession this whole season started in their own half. Yeah, that's they tough. do not give up good field position for whatever reason. That's tough. They yeah. do not give up good field position one drive in the entire season has started in Baylor's defensive half. So combine that with Texas desperately needing to start with great field position in a road game like this. I just don't see the two coming. together. Sure. No, I get <laughs> it. I, I hate to be Debbie Downer because I am always pumping orange and I'm always pre- predicting listen, this. Man, realism is realism. I, I yeah, and I hate of all things real. for it to be Baylor that I pick to be right. Texas. Yeah. But I feel like I need to wear are. my whistle on campus, but yeah, I, I, Oh, fuck Baylor. Yeah. Here agreed. And, and look, their quarterback is getting it done as well. I mean, he's a 65% uh, completion percentage in conference. Uh, he's thrown for 937 yards against conference opponents, eight touchdowns. I mean, those numbers are good that, I mean, that he's good. He's throwing, he's making completions. He's seeing his field, you know, Casey, 
little bit behind that. He's 59.1% completions against conference uh, thrown for 608 yards. So again, I, I really do think that's something seven touchdowns. So he's behind uh, Bohannon on all, all statistics here. So again, we need to see our guys ball out, show up and execute on every level. Texas needs to play a clean game and follow a, a solid game plan, right? And mm-hmm. execute. With that being said, I know that I'm throwing all these, these things out here. All the stats that I've looked at, Texas is behind Baylor, but by a teeny tiny amount. I think Texas comes in here hyped up. I think they're pissed off. I hope they're pissed off. I want to see Texas come out hot and heavy, punch them in the mouth, and never look back. All that being said, I've got Texas winning it by three. I think this is a I, I think this is going to be like a 35-32 game. I think mm-hmm. there's going to be some scoring. I think Texas ekes it out, and I'll take an ugly win over a pretty loss any, any day. Oh, road what's, win! What's is, your call? Yeah, a road win is always a beautiful thing. Indeed. Um, indeed. Here, here's my concern: in the last five games, um, four of which were conference. They, of course, they had that out of conference weird BYU game late. Baylor's rushing: 307, 216, 107, 171, 303. My problem is Texas has now dropped out of the top 100 in rush defense. Where are we going to come up with a rushing defense all of a sudden? And, you know, Baylor's always known to run to throw. So I don't know where we're going to come up with this incredible run defense when we have not statistically had it yet this season. Um, I'm going to give Baylor credit that they're going to control the clock and run the ball. Um, they will probably end up with the ball 60% of the time is my prediction. Um, they're, they started as a push, but America loves Baylor and they're moving. It's moved to almost a three point game. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to say Baylor wins a good six to nine points. And I hate to say it, but I'm more in the Texas 20 Baylor 28 to 32 ish, 30, 30 ish points mm-hmm. kind of thing. 20, mm-hmm. 30 um, we're, points will be scored, but I feel like Baylor's going to control the clock on this one. And I just, I, and, until Texas shows me they want to play four quarters, I'm not going to pick them to play for four quarters. That's fair. That's a fair take. All right. Y'all. So there you have it. Rocky is going the dark side. I hope side. I'm all wrong. I hope <laughs> I'm totally wrong. And it's He's just Margarita's talking, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. So Rocky, Rocky's got Baylor to win and cover. I'm going to go with our Longhorns and say we pull it out by three, but we'll definitely stay tuned for that. Welcome so. Horns. Horns up. I hope we win. Absolutely. Okay. So boys. let's move on. This is just a fun, quick episode to drop so that we can have a good chat. Um, but we have a few games we want to pick. Most importantly is Megan's Michigan oh, State Spartans. Oh, go green. Tell us go about white. your Michigan State Spartans, Megan. Listen, my Sparties came out of nowhere, man. I am just ecstatic for what Mel Tucker is doing up there. And also, please leave him alone. I know there are all these head coaching vacancies. Can you just let Michigan State have nice things for a He's little going bit? Going to AM and LSU and USC and yeah, every State week. And- every week, it's a different it's a different school that he's going to end up at. But look, Michigan State was they won two games last year. So for them to turn around and be undefeated at this point, this is crazy. I I cannot remember. It has been a long time. We've got number six Michigan coming in to East Lansing, they're undefeated, they're 8-0. and 
Michigan State wow. is seven and zero. It's insane. Wow. This is this is a huge. You know, Michigan State's this is a top ten matchup. Michigan State's number eight. They've got their own Heisman talk. You know, going on with their running back in Walker. He is absolutely incredible. He's been killing it. His numbers are just absolutely insane. That is Kenneth Walker the third. So keep an eye out for him. I know that. Look, East Lansing is a lot of fun. Now, nobody in the Big Ten parties like we do down south in Texas. There's no, you just can't compare with the tailgates. But um, fun anecdote: a few years back, this was 2015. My dad, who went to Michigan State, had never been to a game at the Big House, and so Michigan State was playing at Michigan in 2015, and it happened to be on Texas's bye weekend. So mm-hmm. I surprised my dad with tickets. We flew up there, went to the game and that happened. We're literally the only little, the only people in green. We're two little green dots in a sea of blue and maize. And uh, that was the game that Michigan inexplic- inexplicably flubbed the punt right into our that guys' hands. Amazing. It was a gift six. Michigan yes. State with no time on the clock comes back to win the game. I, it was incredible. I One of the best, honestly. T- yeah, it was, it was top top three experiences that I have ever had at a game. Wow. Incredible. So I'm going to, I'm going to ride that juju. I know that Michigan is favored, but it's a crazy rivalry and this is going to be heated. Big noon kickoff is there and college game day. This is a big wow. deal. And of course they're playing at the same time that Texas and Baylor are. So I'm going to be course. at the game with my phone watching, but um, Everyone yeah, at 11 a.m. Yes. Hey, listen, 11 a.m. apparently is the fancy time. But now. tell me, Megan, why is Michigan favored by four? What do you think? Look, Harbaugh has turned the team around. There's no question. And I, on that note, I'm not a huge Harbaugh fan, but Michigan gave him the time to get his guys and get his systems in place and figure everything out. I think Harbaugh's been there, what, eight, nine years now? Had he been at Texas with those kind of records, he'd be gone. Like he wouldn't have had that opportunity. So he hasn't beaten the rivals. That is true. I mean, he has not beat Ohio state yet. Now all of the big, at least the bigger guys, the bigger names in the big 10 have backloaded schedules. So Michigan state has not played Michigan. Obviously they haven't played OSU. They haven't played Penn state. So this is, they have a heavy backloaded schedule. No question, but the good news to that is so does OSU. So does Michigan. So, I mean, so this is going to be a really good test. Um, look, Michigan is getting it done. Harbaugh's got his guys in place. They are putting numbers up. I, I hate to give credit to, to blue, but they're doing well. Um, that being said, I really think the atmosphere is going to play into this game and, and the hype. So again, Michigan's favored. I'm taking Michigan state by I'm going to say again, a field goal. I'm, I'm all about these close games. I think Michigan state pulls off the win beats the spread. Um, I think it's a low scoring game and it's big 10. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a, a 21, 24 kind of game here. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. What are your thoughts? You're giving me eyes again, girl. No, I'm all with you. <laughs> the only thing is I think Michigan scores, Michigan state scores big. I am pulling, I'm picking right. Michigan state to win big. Um, they're at home. I love their momentum. As long as Harbo's Michigan coach, I'm not picking them to win the big game on the road. So this right now is not just a rivalry game. It is a massive head to head of undefeated, which is going to affect big 10 championship. You know, it has implications for the big Ten big 10 championship. So I am not going to pick Harbo to win Harbaugh to win anything at this level. (laughs) 
And I'm going to pick him to lose big. So I'm rolling with the Michigan State Spartans this weekend to more than win, more than cover, not just cover and win. Well, they're Michigan State by four. So they're going to upset and win big. I pick Michigan State. All right, couple more games, Megan. I, like I want to talk to you about before we sign off. One is our a big te- a Big Twelve game, and there's lots of stuff happening in the Big Twelve. Oh, we want to talk about, you know, um, yeah, let's TCU at K State. And the reason Megan, this game matters in the Big Twelve is because <laughs> is Patterson on the hot seat for the first time after he has a statue on the stadium at the stadium. It's crazy. It's crazy. Look. Anytime you put a statue of somebody on a stadium or on your grounds before they're gone, to me, that's just like danger, Will Robinson, danger, Will Robinson, right? But um, yeah, I I posed that question earlier. Is is this something where, you know, with all trailer doing so well and then Texas Tech firing Matt Wells Mm mid-season, to me, that does turn up the heat a little bit on TCU. On every coach. On every coach. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. But all that being said, GPAT ain't going anywhere. I, you know, from what, what I've heard, he's got some pretty good political ties. Let's say, um, he ain't going to leave till he wants to leave. Even if TC, even if he's losing, cause people said the same about Mac Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a fair point. That's a fair At point, some but point you just lost too much. Yeah. And, and I definitely think the charm has worn off of, of Patterson especially with this drama with Evans going on, you know, there's, there's a lot. He lost to Texas. He doesn't have Herman to bail him out this year. Right. Mm. His seat is definitely toasty, but from what I understand, his contract is out uh, next year. I think Gary Patterson finishes out for better or for worse. TCU is going to ride with him, uh, stick with him through and through and we'll see, but you know, with this crazy coaching carousel, he could be gone tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I, I just don't see Patterson going anywhere. Not until meantime, his contract's done. Yeah. In the meantime, they're going to sit there waiting on Patterson to pay, take out all his money. They're going to miss out on some pretty hot names, including trailer at UTSA. All right. That is true. So um, K-State is favored by three and a half. I think they went at home. Um, they're inconsistent, but at home, I could see them putting away TCU without too much problem. What do you That's think? Fair. Look, I don't think this TCU team is anything like we've seen in the past. Um, I, I don't think that they're as talented as they have been. Again, with the questions with Evans, is he playing? Is he not? Is he in the portal? Is he not? There's a lot going on. Um, I think all that said, again, I think TCU pulls it off. I just think K-State's a really bad team this year. And I know they're in Manhattan and that place can be loud when it wants to be, but I don't know that the crowd's going to be that behind it. It's the battle of purples. I'm going to take TCU and I'm going to take TCU oh. by about a touchdown. So, wow. All right. Yeah, we'll see yeah. if Patterson can hold off the firing talk for another week. Okay. The biggest go. game I think right now, of course, number one, Georgia is at Florida. That's the world's biggest cocktail party, right? That's <laughs> what that game is known for. Um, not too exciting this year when Florida's fallen out of the top 25 and Georgia is favored by two touchdowns on the road. Um, does Georgia win and cover? Georgia. Yeah. Georgia blows them out. I think there's no question. I, the, they're the best team in college football right now. All respect to Alabama. Look, Alabama ain't being Alabama right now. So until Georgia and Alabama settle that in the SEC championship, it's, it's to me, it's Georgia all day. They they're just too strong. They're firing in all cylinders. 
yeah, I think they win. I think they win big. I think they blow, blow the cover for sure. So I agree. Georgia big on the road. They will prove that they are the undisputed number one. I'd be surprised if Florida breaks double digit points. Um, all right. Good job. Yay. We got it. Love done. it. Love that was it. fun. So let's wrap it up. So you were saying Texas squeaks out a road win. They put squeaks together out. four quarters and horns up all day. I say Baylor's run game is going to be too much and Texas will not be creative or useful of all their running backs enough <laughs> to compete. And I hope they play four quarters and dominate Baylor, but I haven't seen it yet. So we're going to have to split this one and I hope I'm wrong. And I hope you're right. Listen, horns up always y'all love it. All right. Well, good job, Megan. It was great to chat with you. You too, Rocky. You enjoy Mexico. And as always, I'm Megan. I'm Rocky. And we are fire the cannon.